Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? It's Thursday. It's 7 p.m. Eastern. That means here on Ready Check Radio, it's time for the Relic Grind, Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast. And it's it's 6-5. It's here. We've been playing it. Now it's time to review it. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, a.k.a. Magic Man, as always. And we're doing the show live. Twitch.tv slash Ready Check Radio. If you're listening on Audible or iTunes uh, or watching on YouTube or on the site itself, Thank you so much. Give it a like, a subscribe, turn on those notifications, leave a comment letting us know your patch 6.5 review, and feed that algorithm. You know how it is. Most of all, if you like what we do here, tell a friend. Apologies for late cancellation last week. I got a cold. Like Tuesday and Wednesday were not good. Thursday, I, mm-hmm. I did the show notes Wednesday. I sent them to the gents. Thursday, I'm like hanging in there. I'm like, we could just do the show, just do the show. And by four o'clock, I was like, I've got to go to bed. I'm done. <laughs> it's sorry, gents. Enjoy the show notes. Uh, so instead of reviewing the 6.5 details from the live letter, I'm still going to use some live letter B roll footage for some of the things we're talking about, but we're going to actually give you our review of everything in patch 6.5. Joining me to go over all of it, Mr. Chris Montoya, aka Tarkoth. What's up, boss? Greetings, programs. Uh, I'm glad you're feeling better. Um, Thank you. Still got like the little residual cough. So if I give you a little (laughs) in the background, I apologize. I'll try to mute (laughs) when it happens. But sure, feeling better. That's the important part. Indeed. Patch is all right. Patch is patch is okay. But uh, I don't know. We'll dive into it. But yeah, it's kind of meh for me. It's it. Yeah, and we're we're gonna take a a look at the obviously six five, but then we're gonna take like an uh, an expanded look at the whole expansion yeah. now that we're basically done like we got a little bit of msq yeah. to follow in 655 and some odds and ends but we're basically done with endwalker so we'll take a step back view of the entire thing as well also giving his opinions mr paul berlin what's up flynn hey i am tired today well i'm hanging in there i've still got some energy for the show good hype to talk about everything yeah, yeah, I mean, 6.5, bringing the MSQ, the whole Golbez story arc, to its conclusion there. And then we've got yeah. the last piece of the Alliance raid. I mean, that's it, gents. We're done, right? Again, 6.55, well, got- a couple yeah. bits, right? We're going to get a couple of bits in there. A little bit of main story, kind of, I would imagine, set, to- set up for Dawn Trail, right? Um, yeah. uh, but nothing nothing huge. No huge. <laughs> big I'm not pushing. expecting, like, Anonimo, you know, gets poisoned kind of moment. Right. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, we was never going to expect that anyway. This was always meant to just wrap itself up in a pretty little bow. Yeah. So yeah. let's in talk. Let's talk about the MSQ first in in six sure. five. Um, I guess you could say that they heard our complaints. We said, "Hey, MSQ patches. They've really just been talk, talk, talk. Fight three things. Fight three things." Dungeon trial, talk, talk, talk. And so they did change the formula this time. It's talk, 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 talk to three people. Dungeon, trial, talk, talk, talk. Literally. (laughs) A little bit more talk. (laughs) Yeah, it was literally just all straight story dump. 
uh, besides yeah. the dungeon and the trial itself, which we'll cover as their own entities in a moment. So let's not include them in the MSQ uh, diagnosis or review here. Flynn, I mean, obviously they're trying to wrap up the story. It's not like we expect a ton from the MSQ patch, but this follows the trend, at least for me, that the MSQ has been weaker uh, in Endwalker, although I like the whole Golbez thing and the Archfiends from a nostalgia point of view. I just really feel like overall the story was uh, a little weaker than most, and 655, at least for me, MSQ-wise, kind of ended on the weakest note. Uh, of any of the the six dot X's, but maybe maybe I'm in the minority. What'd you think, Flynn? Yeah, I get you there. It does. It does. Yeah, it didn't end particularly strong. But what saved it for me is you know doing all the side quests, doing everything for Shadowbringers to pay off with referencing NBC. That extra cutscene we got, if we did other stuff, it's. The payoff was what made me enjoy it more. Yeah, see, I have kind of have a problem with that, though, right? Like, the thing you enjoyed the most was dependent on if you had done other things. It was not, <laughs> by its just definition, part of MSQ, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tark, what'd you think? Um, You know, I've... Not railed against you guys, but like I had a different opinion. You know, I was really enjoying 6.1, 2, 3, 4. This is the first time where I'm like, my God, this is really just dragging. Like that extra talk, talk, talk. Yeah, it, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, at one point there was a talk to people inside a talk to people quest. Right. Right. It was like, hey, you're going to go to the first and you're going to ask some people about doing what we want to do. And uh, and then you get there and they're like, well, hey, you better go spread the word to other people about what the yeah. Warrior of Light <laughs> needs so that then we can come back and pitch this idea that you want to do yeah. to the people. So it was like a you're going to have to go talk to people who have you talk to three people and then come back and talk to them again. It, it, it did feel like we haven't sent you to the derelicts in yeah. a long time. <laughs> yeah. No one goes down there. We uh, need honestly. people to just poke down there and make sure people are alive. That's 100% the feeling that I got while I was playing it. Like it was yeah. almost like the game just kind of wanted you to go see old friends. Yeah. Right. It, it, yeah. It was like, it was like that. Uh, it was a Shadowbringers victory lap kind of thing. It was like, well, can we just can we get this going? Can we can we you know get things moving? And it just it took forever. But once they got back to Amarang, that's when things started picking up, and I was like, oh yeah. And then Flynn pointed out some foreshadowing that I completely missed, but a great little nugget there. If you happen to notice, it was awesome. Yeah, and it's the story. Like I, I there's not even like really a need to be careful about spoilers here. Because yeah. there just there isn't Final anything. Yeah, there isn't anything that's going to surprise you. Like yeah. if you haven't, yeah, it's Final like, Fantasy Four without one character. Yeah, <laughs> without one villain. Yeah. If you've played all the six dot X's and you have a guess on how six point five ends, you're right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you're right. The every nod to four fans is in this series, though. Like, if four yeah. is your favorite Final Fantasy you probably don't care that the storyline was maybe weaker as a whole compared to other expansions. This was a dope expansion for you. 
Yes. Because of just all the nods. Like, even a character bathed in dark becoming a paladin, right? Like, yeah, like even great. that happens in 6-5. In, uh, when it yeah, happened, I'm like, oh, a lot of protections I saw two or three patches ago. Well, like, what could that character's actual name be? <laughs> Obviously, uh, <laughs> maybe uh, a gender swap on a name. But that's yeah, it, what, it once, once that happened, I I fully expected the moment. Like I remember everything from my past. My name, true name is Cecilia or Rosa or something of that nature. They, did, they didn't do that, unfortunately. Maybe a missed opportunity, or no, maybe they should been know. A step too far. That might have been a step too far. <laughs> that would have been a little too far. I'd have been like, oh god, <laughs> cringe. Uh, you cringe. I'd have like. <laughs> Yeah, I, and oh. that's another yeah, thing, Tark. As forehead. I was playing through all of it, Tark, I'm like, I love Final Fantasy IV. Don't get me wrong. I was enjoying like the nods and all the nuggets, but I literally was playing thinking, man, Tark's in his glory. <laughs> like, he's absolutely uh, in his glory with this story sequence. And the music, oh, chef's kiss. So good. Yeah. Soken yeah. does it again. <laughs> yeah. But I, as a, I will say this. Uh, this power cycle goal does feel like a missed opportunity. Because we've had redone versions of the story from free uh, in our Crystal Tower raids. Yeah. Sure. Uh, we've also had a form of the Evilies Quest Line 12 mixed and matched mm-hmm. with tactics. I yeah. think they could have strayed off the beat a lot more and take a bit more risk with the story. I don't think they could have. I don't think mm. they could have just for the sheer purpose of this storyline. This storyline was. I need you to fill four patches and then I need you to not really carry over because we have no intention of letting it carry over. Like, I don't think they could have done more risky things. And and when you look back, like your point on Ivalice, it's well taken, right? That's the Alliance raid and it went through a dot five patch cycle, right? So why couldn't this? Well, because the Alliance raid was already telling its own story and you get a very different feeling between MSQ quests and Alliance raid quests. And I think to take the chances that we might've liked them to take Flynn, this would have had to carry in some way, maybe not through the entire expansion, but in some way into the expansion. And they've just had no, they've never had any intention of letting that be the case. This was a stopgap story. We're going to end the scions on six. Oh, we need something that's going to take five patches a stopgap story, and then we're going to kick it off again with 7-0 on a whole new big-ass adventure. And so that really limits, I think, what they were willing to do with it time-wise. I also you know, think that, that Evilist did have an extended curve because they attached it to Zadnor and Bozja as well, so you had more nuggets there. So it, it had a lot more opportunity to breathe, um, where this is... they. You, you knew that they were limiting it just, just to Endwalker and Dawn Trail was going to be start of a new saga. So, I, It's a really weird position for me on the, the MSQ because there were dungeons that I liked in this whole series. There were trials that I thought were very, very good. Uh, boss mechanics that were very neat and fights that were very interesting and dynamic, even on the easier difficulties. They were fun to take part in, even if there was no challenge for for like players like us. We're just kind of like, yeah, let's get the regular done and go to the harder stuff. Um, 
but they were still enjoyable to do those those couple of times that you're going to do them on regular. So while there's an awful lot about the 6.x line that I love, the MSQ has always been weaker in my reviews, and this really didn't elevate it at all. I'm actually kind of glad it's done. I, and that's not to say that like I wish they never did it. I think that's a different idea, Flynn, but I, I am kind of glad it's done. Like I'm ready for this damn story to be over. You created some cool characters with Zero. You created some cool boss fights and some things to do. Does it fit what I was looking for in the series run? Probably not me personally. Four fans probably absolutely loved it. But I am glad the story is over at this point. I think part of it for me is wanting a particular reborn individual to have had a bigger presence in the story. Compared to how we've had their brethren treated across our MSQ so far, rather than how they've just done it like this. I just feel like with that particular character, they could have done a bit bigger, a bit more rewarding. So what do you give it? Zero through ten, the MSQ by itself. Uh, round five. Ow. Tark, what are you feeling? It's got to be higher for you, just for the four nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, for the four nostalgia, like 7.5. Um, I, I understand that it's got to be a palate cleanser because of the separation of the sagas, so, but I really enjoyed overall the breadth of it, um, and four is my favorite, so... I mean, for crying out loud, like one of the moves that Zeromus does is called nostalgia for crying out loud. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I did love it. I was, I was like, well, yeah. well, well. Yeah, I they know they're catering for. I think I'm going to be a little more with you on this one, Flynn. I think I'm going to put it at a five. It was average. Like there were bits and fights and story beats and character arcs that I kind of liked. There was nothing surprising really about anything besides initially thinking maybe Zero was going to end up being Zeromus. We kind of learned at like the 6.3-ish era uh, that that probably was not going to be the case. So then it was all just exactly what you expected. It's not that I didn't enjoy it. I just didn't particularly, you know, overly enjoy it. I am glad it's over. And if we step back from that, before we start looking at some individual pieces of this particular patch, now that we've seen, Tark, the entire picture of Endwalker, with, mm -hmm. albeit with a smidge of stuff still to go, right? Not just not enough to really hold off at this point, forming a final expansion opinion. I've kind of been watching, and I'm sure you, you cats have too, other content creators talking about yeah. Endwalker, you know, being the weakest of the expansions or being the most disappointing or being the most this or that. When you look at Endwalker as a whole, now that you've seen the meat of what the expansion offered, where does it fall for you, Tark, in the expansions? Oh, I might oh, it's, it's hard cause I'm biased cause of the four stuff, but I don't know. Um, Shadowbringers is absolutely the best. I think it's got to be... I don't know if it's ahead or behind Stormblood. Um, the MSQ, you know, the main MSQ um, from... What was that? 
4.0 I felt was uh, weak because it was a a divided narrative between two areas. Um, But like all the content was just top notch. And we got Eureka. Evil East was amazing. Uh, Omega Raids, while like nonsensical as far as like just it just being fan service, like the fights were awesome throughout all the tiers. I might, I might have to put Stormblood as a whole above Endwalker. So it would be Shadowbringers, Stormblood, Endwalker, Heavensward, Aromi Warn. So you put it right in the middle. Yep, right in the middle. Flynn, where's it, where do you put it? Probably around the same. If I took just Pace Endwalker from start to finish, it'd probably be second. Because I think the initial Endwalker story was just way more impactful to my memory. My issue... Yeah, but with, doesn't it by nature have to be when you go in knowing this is it? Yeah. Mm. But I just feel a bit soured with the point X story because it's Final Fantasy IV. I can mm. just go and play Final Fantasy IV. And that's what's affected, in my opinion, Ben Rockett. Honestly, for me, I feel like the way they did this makes Endwalker the weakest expansion for me, personally. Mm. That's not to say that narratively it is the worst. I don't think it is. I do agree with you, Tark, that like the original ARR is probably down the list if you're looking at just narrative and how it was delivered. But as a whole package, I, I feel like Endwalker was just like the least impactful expansion for me. It's the one, and it may not be my, like, the one that I think is absolute trash, but looking from the top down, I enjoyed everything that I was doing, but I, I, I guess it's weird to say that there wasn't a patch that I was looking forward to. Like, I, I, like weeks ahead of time, I was like, come on, let's get this patch. I want to see where this goes. That didn't happen here. And I... I don't feel like it's anything that they did poorly besides decide, hey, the main story is going to end in 6-0. And then we're going to tell this little stopgap story. So by design, I think it, it never really had a chance for me because of that intentional design decision. I like the fights. I like the dungeons. The MSQ was fine. It was, you know, average. Uh, but as a whole expansion... I do see the argument where people th- maybe think, and and I may be one of them here, where I feel like maybe Endwalker is the weakest expansion when looking at a full package, particularly from the narrative point of view. Cool story, but you were done. You like blew your load in six zero, and then everything mm-hmm. else was just kind of stopgap. I, I don't. Am I crazy, Tark? I know some have been a lot yeah. more, a lot harder on N Walker than I'm being here. Yeah, um, and I don't necessarily agree with those the, the, those extreme sides either. But it might be the weakest expansion for me from top to bottom. It, it's so hard to because I'm trying to incorporate all of it. Like the rating in Heavensward was so unbalanced and so skewed, like. It was so difficult that like, it, it wasn't even something for even the mid-core to, to take down. Um, all the jobs were just so convoluted and complicated. Um, it took people weeks, if not months, to really figure out their jobs, for crying out loud. Uh, 
I think they've gotten balance and designing raid fights down to an art form now. Um, say what you will about the two minute meta, but um, it allows them to balance things. Uh, narratively, yeah, Heaven's Word is stronger, but overall, I think Endwalker's stronger than Heaven's Word. So, if this decided anything for me, Flynn, it's that I never ever want them to end an expansion on the dot O ever again or end a, yeah. end a <laughs> no, main fair. story. If nothing else, walking away from Endwalker, <laughs> um, I want them to never, ever end a main story quest on the Dotto ever again. Um, yeah. And it's hard not to look at this and feel like Final Fantasy 16 had something to do with it ending like this. I'm going to be honest. I, I went through everything, with the exception of the extreme, that this patch had to offer. And I did it before the show. Before the showtime mm -hmm. today, so that's 48 hours ago it came out, and I didn't rush. It wasn't like I was like, I gotta get this done so that I can speak intelligently about it on the show. There have been patches where I'm like, I gotta get some things done. I might not finish everything, but I at least want to get this, this, and this done. I, I was done. Uh, I, the last thing I did was the Alliance Raid, and I, I did that at like 11 o'clock this morning. I one-shotted it, and here we are. I don't ever want them to end the main story quest on a Dotto ever again. Yeah, I could be. That's fair. Like, as we've been having this conversation, I've been having the memories of doing some of the side content, mainly the role quests and the follow-up one we had with uh, Fortuno. It's like, that would have been a better, like, may not be the full uh, gap <laughs> patch list. But just clearing up, uh, you know, the blasphemies, the politics of the states, that would, I think, would have been a better way for us to wrap up Ben Walker rather than, yeah, we've killed a bad guy. Now we're doing what the hell we want. It's like, well, there's consequences to everything that just happened that we're not talking about anymore. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely additional things they could have done there. I don't know. I just don't want, don't end on the dot O again, uh, ever again. Please, please. Not to yeah. say I didn't enjoy what you offered through the expansion. I did, just not as much as previous expansions. Speaking of uh, content and pieces of expansions, though, 6-5, we got the uh, first dungeon, the Lunar Subterrain. Whoops, this is B-roll for Abyssal Fracture. We'll get to you, B-roll. Right <laughs> now, we're going to talk about the Lunar Subterrain dungeon first. Tark, I'm just going to, I know you're just going to squee about this. From the time I ran it, I did it once with the trust and a couple of times in Duty Finder with some other people. So uh -huh. every Same. single time I ran it, I was like, God, Tark, Tark probably loves <laughs> this. Uh, so yeah, the first boss, boss, Dark Elf, like, okay. Was it just me or are like the hit points just like non-existent for these dungeon bosses? Oh, they melt. Oh they my absolutely like, melt. Like even with trust, I was like, "Wow, this is this is over pretty quickly. Like this is going to be over in a snap with the actual group." So, and they are. Uh, I am so glad that I'm doing these dungeons first with trust because there's a lot of snippets that you get um, when you do it with trust the first time. Um, even to the point where like, oh, he thinks we're Golbez. Like, what? Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Um, but the music was awesome. Oh, the music's um, incredible. Oh yeah. 
I was taken a little bit back about, you know, the change in scenery because I kind of <laughs> thought we would go down into the bowels of the lunar subtray. But we, after that first boss, like it immediately transitions over to the dream sequence. Yeah, the way it, but was. it was really, it was really cool to see Baron. Um, it, it was cool to hear Zeros, you know, like, oh, I, I know what this is. And I'm glad I took her and not Astinian. Um, because it probably wouldn't have gotten all that extra lore, but uh, I don't know. I was kind of disappointed that uh, the last boss was, I was hoping it was Bygan. I guess that's as close to Bygan as we'll get, but uh, overall, it was decent. Flynn? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I was in a talk stream as he was doing dungeon, uh, <laughs> and it was just like, I am so glad we just didn't have a dark dungeon the whole way through. <laughs> like, this is our last of the story, I just don't want to be in a dark cave. I loved it. So yeah, going to uh, Baron, it was I absolutely refreshing. loved it. Yeah. I, yeah. I absolutely love like it's nothing special. We don't need to rehash the whole pool boss, pool boss, pool boss thing. Like that's yeah, just the way same it's formula. Gonna, right. Same formula. Uh, the that's second the way it's boss gonna is be. hilarious. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I enjoyed the Dark Elf fight. I enjoyed the Antlion fight. Like they were enjoyable boss fights with a couple interesting mechanics or twists on some mechanics that we've seen before that I was like, that's really cool. I love the music. I love the aesthetic. They don't do anything special with it or take any chances with it. It's just a dungeon. But for me, it's probably the best one in the Six Dot series. I absolutely mm. love this. I love the bosses. I love the flow, even though it feels samey and singular pathy, they all do. So I'm not going to hold that against this one. Uh, in that light, this gets a, like a nine for me. I really, really enjoyed this dungeon, and that's without the four nostalgia that you that you put on it, Tark. Uh, yeah. I got to grind this dungeon out, though, because I got to get uh, best in slot for top when we go back in there. So I'll be seeing a lot of it. Yay. Then lucky it's so fun. Yay. I need the music from all of this. I need I need the music from all of this batch. Even even the music in the alliance rate is pretty darn good too. Then we got the abyssal fracture, the Zeromas fight. I'm gonna show the B-roll footage that uh just so you can see Zeromas from the live oh, letter did. last week <laughs> that Yoshi P did. Uh your eight man. Flynn, I'll let you go first since we gave Tark the dungeon first. Oh, yeah. I was all about this fight. Just watching that B-roll footage is like, okay, there's going to be some crazy stuff here. I, I haven't seen the extreme yet, but it's like, right, this is killing people. The uh, black hole gravity mechanic, just watching someone get sucked in by that. <laughs> just oh, my God. Oh, I've, I, I would just quickly the entire Meter fight. extreme. <laughs> Meter almost, yes. <laughs> But yeah, the music's fantastic. The transition at near the end of the fight when he goes into nostalgia, which also had an audible chuckle. Yeah, that was absolutely nuts. Like when you hit the 25% and like just shit yeah. starts going crazy. I was like, oh, they totally have me here. They 100 yeah. This is how you do a transition in a yeah. boss fight. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Now, I saw people kind of bitching uh, when we had seen the live letter, but we hadn't, you know, patch wasn't coming out yet. The, I saw, like, Reddit going through there and stuff. 
where it was just like, oh, yay, another square platform. What, what do you think of that, Tark? We do have like an ob- overabundance of square platform oh. bosses in Final Fantasy XIV when you think about I, it. I know, I know. And there's only so much they can do. They Well, there's they, more they, shapes. They have a I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, there's, there's, there's more, more shapes. Well, we could go into that we're missing the realm. If, uh, the realm shapes. plays with shapes, uh, the arena shapes. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, well, we had to do math that's, that's in fine. a previous Alliance raid. We have to do trig yeah. in this one, so or geometry, yeah, geometry, geometry in yeah. this one. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, so that, you know, I'm glad they're experimenting somewhere, but, you know, you're going to have squares, you're going to have your circles. It's the formula. They'll, they'll, branch out do different stuff every once in a while and that's fine and that's good i don't i'm not as big a caring when they do a, a cool arena i i notice it more i'm like oh that's different that's cool but otherwise you know the arena is the arena uh but god this fight was just like everything i wanted very, very it was, well done it's very yeah. well done it's just it was all over the place i was like oh my god that's cool oh the big bang like even the names of the abilities you know got me big bang nostalgia uh and then the transition was just like uh, they played the last song yep. and then transitioned to the first song yeah and both were masterfully done i need to get both of those orchestrian roles oh so good uh oh and his character model is just like it's perfect yeah it's him i it's, mean it's, it's, Roman. it's literally perfect it's perfect such a great fight. And the EX is the right amount of difficulty, I, I think, for an EX. Um, people, stop clipping the meteors. You don't... You, <laughs> just stop it. Stop it. Flynn, what do you think? Yeah. He's just... Yeah. Yeah. He's just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll never be speaking a minute ago, so I'm just about to... Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> honestly, this was probably my favorite part. Well, there's one other thing that this probably just so i'll give this a 9.5 because there's one thing in this patch that i got to give a 10 to uh and so we'll give we'll we'll give zeromas a 9.5 it's just a complete banger from beginning to end in every mm-hmm. conceivable way and then if you're a huge four fan the nostalgia just puts it over the top i would imagine this has to be a 10 That's what you in the face yeah um i don't think i've ever given anything over a 10 so this is an 11 for this fight this is just <laughs> this is perfect this is everything I wanted. Music. This is your final type of fight. Yeah, this is this is perfect. This is this was designed for me. Where this are you putting is, it, this Flynn? Dark fight. <laughs> uh, solid nine. Now. Can't wait to jump into the extreme. Whatever my group gets. Gap. Anybody doing island sanctuary stuff? I'm uh, halfway to eighteen. I am eighteen. I did the two week prep and I turned off. Uh, Automated pasture, automated garden, collected all the stuff I could, and uh, even did my uh, initial house re- redo, revamp. Uh, so, yeah, I'm ahead of the curve for once. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I've upgraded stuff. I'm, I think I'm 17. Like, I, I just broke 17 this morning, I think. So I'm like half a level behind you, Flynn, and a full level behind you, Tark. But, uh, yeah, whatever. I got one of my minions already, so we're we're good there. Yeah, you and I both, yeah. Yep. Good times. Good old Island Sanctuary. And then let's talk Alliance Raid. Let's talk Ooh, Quickly Thalia. before that, because it's not in the notes. Have you uh, unlocked Margaret yet? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, custom deliveries? Yeah. I have yeah. not. I have not. I forgot about her. Yep. You didn't do it yet, Tark? No, I forgot all about her. 
Yeah. Go unlock her. I'll get that done. All right. Go unlock her. We'll just have to smirk. She is painfully oblivious. Yeah. It's all our state depravity. The Alliance Raid. You might think that I'm going to give the Alliance Raid the 10. I think highly of the Alliance Raid. Very highly of this Alliance Raid. But it's not the whole Alliance Raid I'm going to give the 10 to. From top to bottom, uh, I got to say, this Alliance Raid felt easier than most mm. recently, at least for me. I think I died once, and it was because I misunderstood the way a mechanic was popping. And while I was dead, I was able to see it again, and I was like, "Ah, okay, yeah, I should I should never ever die to that again." Uh, and it was that was it. Like we, the first time through, blind, no wipes, and my I personally only died once. The fights were interesting. The music, the the environment is gorgeous. Like, it is oh, yeah. absolutely gorgeous from beginning to end in the Alliance Raid. The fights are interesting. I love some of the shapey stuff that they're doing with triangles. And uh, and I, I can I tell you what my least favorite mechanic that I feel like is really being overused lately is left and right. Left, right. Yeah. Left, right. Left and, and rights. Yeah. I, I don't mind in out. Left and rights, particularly quick fire left and rights. I'm like, ugh. And when they're only visible through character models that are so big, you can just barely get the top of them in your camera frame to see if they have yeah. their left arm or right up. These ones aren't too yeah. bad because they are channeled for the most part, not not all of them, but they are channeled and will say left or right on a cast bar. But they, they've done it before where there's no cast bar and it's just you've got to see the animation. It's like, come on, you made the model too big. I can barely pull my camera down low enough to see this um, or back far enough to see it. I, I'm, Maybe I'm, you need a mod to, to get that oh, right. sky view. Right, get that sky view. <laughs> just look at the tag team ring. That's why Lazarus. Uh, I loved all of these fights. All of these fights. Music gorgeous. Like This is an easy nine for me from top to bottom. I'm probably going to knock it down overall, Tark, to maybe an 8.5 because I felt like this was really easy. And it's not that I expect the Alliance raids to be super difficult by any stretch of the imagination, near uh, notwithstanding. Um, but I, I literally, I died once and my first party never wiped. Like, not once did we wipe and we were never even in danger of wiping, ever. Um, so I, fe I felt like it was a little easier on my side. Maybe I got lucky with a good party. So I'm going to knock it down to an 8.5 just because it felt a little easier. But top to bottom, thumbs up on this one again. I do feel uh, like the last boss yeah. was overly easy, uh, comparatively. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I liked the rapid delivery uh, of the mechanics, um, and then the callback to every single yeah. Yeah. fight uh, in the whole entire series of Missile of the Realm. Yeah. It, it it's was like, great. When it was happening, oh. this is really cool. That's a spectacle. It's amazing. But my mind went back to Ultima in Ivelisse when he was doing this and kicking everyone's backside at the same time. There were there were a ton yeah. of neat mechanics in here, too. Like, oh, I, yeah. I love oh, yeah. the splitting the ocean and then throwing all the players mm -hmm. into there. Yeah, and having Limlane to is my favorite and, boss. <laughs> and having to play Frogger on the way back, like yeah, uh, that I, was that was great. Yeah, was there great. were some really neat mechanics. I did like the triangles falling. Uh, that happens a couple of times. There, there was, 
just it was just good, Tark. It was a solid yeah. alliance raid. Give me a little more difficulty, like on par with the first two or just a little harder than the first two myths. And it would have been like a nine for me. Where do you put it? Nine's a good number. Uh, the environments were absolutely gorgeous here. The art team just knocked it out of the park. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're right. Left and right. It, and in and out for me is just way overused. Um, if you're going to do left and right, do something with it that makes it a little bit more difficult or something you haven't seen. Um, even like S ranks, like we'll do left, right, but like do twists on it where the boss is rotating and doing a left and right as it's rotating. So, uh, well, they did kind of do that, that right? Here. With the one that tra chases along the, the path. Sure. There, there was some rotation in, in that one and a left, right, and in and out. Well, there wasn't an out. There was just an in. It was either left, right, or in on yeah, that the last one. Fight, yeah. 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 And, th and that was cool because you had to like, okay, look at her, but also kind of make sure that you're on the right side and plan your moves right. three steps in advance. So, I mean, that was that was a cool set. Yeah. We talked about uh, Sarah Moss's square arena. Then you go to the... A boss we're talking about you and that arena is gigantic yeah it's huge it's absolutely huge i gotta give part of the alliance raid the 10 the end where we all cried it's the baby opo opo man oh <laughs> save the oh. day i was told okay going I into this the quest line <laughs> to unlock did you guys choose a joke answer? When yeah, I did. Oh, uh, when Derek left, when and the Opa was sad, and I, I was just like, "Oh God, no!" Like anybody that's ever had a pet, you were like, "No!" Like a pet that was attached to you, you yeah. were its person, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, like how that stupid set of that stupid block of pixels felt <laughs> like that's you were just like oh no and then when derek's leaving i know you're not derek when he's in god form and he's leaving uh at the end of the last fight and all you don't even get to see the oppo's face they cut to him two he's, he's, twice he's as like he's running second. and then all you hear is this squeak through <laughs> through the universe <laughs> And it, Derek stops, and I'm like, oh, my God, please go back and take this guy with you. Like, do something. And then it works out. You'll be fine. I'm not going to spoil it, because I actually think there is a little bit of spoiler opportunity in the way Myths ends, although it's extremely yeah. telegraphed. Once you start the quest to unlock Myths, you'll probably figure out how this is going to end and why it is ending like this. Uh, so it is very telegraphed. Um, but I don't want to spoil that. But that Oppo, oh my god. I almost cried for that stupid block of pixels. 10 out of 10 for baby Oppo. Yeah, I, I was told that I was probably going to cry. I'm like, okay, sure. I mean, and the things are happening with, with the gods. They're doing their thing. I'm yeah. trying to be vague here. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, okay, you know, this is this is meaningful. It's 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 got... Yep. Good hearty moments here, but I wasn't crying yet. There wasn't even feeling, you know, welling in the eyes. I'm like, it's all good. But yeah, that moment hit, and I'm like, oh when he when he runs I, and he just, squeaks. Yep, he squeaks, oh. and I knew immediately. I'm like, he turns around, and I'm like, 
Just immediately, like the waterworks hit like yeah. immediately. Like, oh, like, oh my god. Baby Opo Opo gets a 10 out of 10. 10 yep. out of 10, excellent character development. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, after that, oh, my, uh, my cat God. put down very recently, and it's just like, oh, oh no, you oh, can't do this yeah. to me. Oh, yeah. Like, anybody that's well, ever had a pet that you were its person, you yeah. w- there, there will be feels. We'll just leave it at that. There will be feels. And, okay, I will spoil it. It's, it's a happy ending. I won't tell you how, but it's yeah. happy. You don't have to worry about it's happy. Just enjoy it and be happy with it. Because then you'll cry because of how happy it is. Yeah. It's a good time. There are a couple of things from the live letter that I do want to get your take on real quick before we head over to some other Square Enix news. Uh, The KFC promotion that we kind of got accidentally teased uh, through KFC's social media as we talked about it two weeks ago. That is actually a thing. However, it's only in Japan. Sad. I want my eat chicken. Yeah, we were selling it up with my buddy that's over there traveling. It's like, if this is not region locked, you're buying so much chicken. Yeah. We will feed you. The eat yeah. chicken uh, emote. Uh, I mean, it's it's got to come other to other areas, right? They've done this before where there's a cross promotion that's only in, in one region. And then the, you end up having other ways to get it or they extend the promotion. Like eat pizza was one of those, wasn't it? Eat pizza yeah. was here. And, and not anywhere else initially or something. I can't remember if that was the one, but a black chocobo, the fat black chocobo, that's another one yeah. that's made appearances through other methods. The Cumulus Cloud yeah. with Amazon. Yeah, yeah that was a magazine here in the UK for the Cumulus Cloud and the Monkey King uh, glamour. Just, yeah. So for now, I mean, I don't Japan even only. eat at KFC, but I would do it for eat yeah, chicken. Yeah, I'm just saying, like KFC's only in Japan, <laughs> sort of deal. Right. You can bring this everywhere, Square Enix. Do it. We will buy chicken. <laughs> then we've got some information from the live letter. We've talked often on this show. Well, I did not mean to do that. Oh, there we go. Uh, it's fixed. It's fixed. We've talked on this show about the Criterion uh, and uh, variant and Criterion dungeons and the Savage difficulties and the rewards. And we aren't the only ones, but it was nice to see in the live letter it be acknowledged that yeah. they are looking at. But <laughs> yeah, there's a but. We knew there would be one, but they are looking at it, Tark. They are looking at it. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think their solution is going to be appropriate because it's already out of the tier. It's like, why do you want to do it for those rewards when I, I, I just, I don't, I guess we haven't seen the rewards, so I guess I don't know, but like the rate tier is done and you're going to be replacing this gear in the next expansion, you know, when. Well, first three, four levels. Well, they so also—I I don't know. I think this—I think that they meant this more going forward because they also did say sure, yeah. that variant and criterion are going to continue through seven So they—they they do great. A, well, that's great. And but you know, hey, at least they're acknowledging. We hear you. You're not happy with the rewards. We're going to try to figure something out here uh, to make this. And this is a good place to pour it. Yeah, because every other time it's been too late in the dev cycle for them to do anything. But at least now we've got, well, at least eight months before Dawn Trail. So that's plenty of time to gather the feedback, to work out the system, and be able to implement it for the point, whatever patch we'll yeah. get off Criterion in Dawn Trail. 
if they keep this to the uh, the the odd patches where like ultimates are in the alliance raid, I just don't see the point of the rewards in the Casual savage mode. Players. I, I just don't see the point. I just, I guess I will have to see what the plans are, what the rewards are. But like right now, I'm skeptical at best. Hey man, I thought it was nice just to have the acknowledgement. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because they have stayed away from set. talking about it at set. all, and it's been feedback since the first set of them. I, I think they just this need is a win for them. If they're gonna really gonna lean into Criterion and Criterion Savage, um, and they need to do something that's force Savage mode that is different from just Criterion than other than just a timer. Yeah. Anyways, uh, they if if they're really gonna do something, they really got to incorporate in the loot system somehow. So. In other Square Enix news, Final Fantasy XIV is getting a tabletop RPG, uh, a.k.a. So cool. Final Fantasy XIV D&D. Uh, this item is available for pre-order now at a nice price of 60 US dollars. Comes with a bunch of dice and tokens and all that, that stuff as you would expect. Uh, but also comes with a beginner or a, a player book and a game master book, so kind of like your DM guide and your player guide. And then later, you know, there's like character sheets and stuff in there too. Like the, I'm not going to shortchange that stuff. It's in there. But as far as like other additional books, there are going to be adventure stuff, adventure guide books uh, put out later that you can uh, take a look at. You can't pre-order those, but you can pre-order the Final Fantasy tabletop RPG now. As a D&D fan and somebody working on a 14-inspired D&D one-shot, Flynn, what'd you think when you <laughs> saw this announcement? Oh, I got very excited. I got oh, and yes, excited Jedi, the, the, the die is themed. With a yes. meteor symbol. Jedi, yeah. I'm more excited for that die. Yeah, the die is like, themed. Yeah, the Adventure Mortal, cool, they're doing their own system, that's fine. I'm already working on something. But yeah, I this is going to be a purchase. I told my wife, this is my birthday present. Since it's coming out in <laughs> May next year. Jedi but going yes, nuts in excited. chat now knowing that the die has the meteor symbol for 20. Yeah. I would <laughs> have liked the D6s to a Volkswagen treatment. Oh, man. There's going to be so much know, Mike, custom with, uh, Etsy, Etsy shit for this. Don't worry about yeah. it. There's going to be so much. you know, so a player, your uh, FF dice have the F for the one. They could have done that. Well, know? they're all, yeah, they have the F for the one, and then they're all Roman numerals, which actually is a terrible die. The, the, the yeah. number of people that are like four, six, four or six, four or six. Uh, oh, that's a four. Like, ugh, whatever. They're cute, though. Like, <laughs> I, I won't use anything else. But yeah, you know there's going to be a ton of Etsy shit for this, Tark. Like a ton oh, yeah. of Got it. my dice back ready. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a, I need to make some loaded dice for being a game master. And so I have a special die. And if I really want my, you know, uh, player characters to suffer, you know, that loaded die that's going to come up one, you know, let's go. Uh, there's other products coming from Square Enix, too. We got the Chocobo yeah. Hunt game that we were able to see uh, played before release at Final Fantasy TCG's Nationals, uh, uh, North American National Competition. Uh, so we got to see that there. That's coming out, Chocobo Hunt. And then we also have a Final Fantasy VII remake board game and Tark just wants to slot materia. That's all he wants to do. I mean, it looks kind of basic. It really does. I mean, it's look, like $45, look, and all we see in like the, the preview yeah, like of stuff cards. is cards. Yeah. 
yeah. So I, I, I'm not sure how much of a board game this is. Yeah, uh, components include <sighs> 20 character cards, 80 materia cards, five of types of materia, 16 cards each, 20 metal tokens, metal, not metal, metal tokens, five, five materia title, uh, tiles, five types of materia, one each, and two rule sheets, one in Japanese, one in English. It's for two to four players, taking 20 to 30 minutes per game, ages 14 and up. So calling it a board game, which they legitimately do, it's not just me saying yeah. board game, They it, prob- it, it, it doesn't seem like it's going to be one. Yeah. I like I, don't know. I like some of the cards though. Yeah. The, but yeah, I like Final good. Fantasy art on anything. Like <laughs> Yeah. Put it on a poster. I don't I don't care. I mean, since the, those materia cards like like or the the numbers. Yeah, you know, the the materia cards look like materia, shit. Like, yeah. That's like mm, okay. I can open that's the back of the card in a way. No, no, I think that's, that's one the materia of the, card. Yeah, that's the material cards. Eighty material cards. Five It'd types. Be interesting of material. what the actual rules in the game are. See if it's super basic mm. or there's actually some depth to it. Yeah, and the the little mm. medals have a Moogle on them. Again, yeah. medal. Oh, Moogle card, not token. Medal. Medal. With as, a D. As in wear as in a medal. Donkey. Which means all this shit's gonna be cardboard. It's forty five dollars. I don't know. I'm. I'm gonna buy the sixty dollar thing. I don't. I'd be hard pressed to buy this for forty five dollars. If it was an actual board game. Oh yeah, no I'm doubt. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, anyways. Hey Tark. Yeah. Say this name of a Final Fantasy character. You ready? I'm ready. C a i t s i t h. All right. So when I was growing up and I played seven, I pronounced it. Kate Sith. Mm-hmm. When I got older and heard that that's not correct, and I was told it was supposed to be Kai Kai Shi. But now apparently, boy, are you wrong? It's Kate Sith, man. It's Kate Twitter. Sith. Twitter. Square Enix has decided, according to Final Fantasy yes. VII Rebirth, that it is pronounced Kate Sith. Which so is young how me was I, correct. Which is how I've always pronounced it. I did not look Tark like you. I didn't find out till much later that, wow, there are memes making fun of how I pronounce this. <laughs> uh, and Square Enix has just decided this past week to release the information that, no, nah, the memes are right. It is now Kate Sith. It, it was always Kate prevail. Sith for me. Yeah, the memes prevail. Yeah, yeah that's the thing with Falvanti is like, Growing up, I was always Ifrit, Bahamut. Then you hit 12, and it's Ifrit, Bahamut. It's like, yeah, nope, nope. Rama. That's just your universe name. Fine. Nope. That's how you want to pronounce it. Fine. I'm sick with Ifrit. <laughs> and the other ways I pronounce yeah. everything. I've heard Ramu. I've heard that it's supposed to be Rama. It depends on which game. Yeah. I pronounce it Rama. But Is it Titus or Titus? Up. It's Titus. Titus. Titus, only because of the voice actor. No, because like officially, whole, that it has it's been a answered. Water-themed yeah. Final Fantasy. It's Titus. That it's the only logical. Like, whatever. Hey, Tark, are you still playing yeah. uh, Ever Crisis? Hell yeah, I'm having so much fun with that game, and I've only spent like 14 bucks on it. Coming it's to great. Steam, I love it. I know that's awesome. And Sephiroth, you can play it on Blue Stocks. Yeah, Blue Sephiroth, Sephiroth is available now too. 
Oh, oh yeah. I got him. He's, uh, he, he's a badass. He can he can do so much damage. It's great. And it's young Sephiroth, so you know you have opportunities to maybe grow with him. And his character arc and story is uh, pretty cool, too. They're actually fleshing him out, making him human. I do have to share one thing I didn't like about this news that broke. Game Rant, their headline is fucking terrible on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, the mobile game that's out now, is coming to Steam. That's the story. And they give you all that information, right? But the headline is such clickbait garbage for a bigger game gaming site. Like, Game Rant may not be massive, but they, they are big. New Final Fantasy VII game is coming to PC. What a garbage clickbait title, knowing that people have been watching like Rebirth and that stuff and when it's going to come to PC and things like it. It just says new Final Fantasy VII game is coming to PC. And then the sub headline doesn't clarify it either. Square Enix reveals exciting news for Final Fantasy VII fans as a PC version of one of the games in the franchise is currently in development. Like what garbage headline and sub headline? Sorry. Then you've got to get past pretty... that big image blocking more then, text. Yeah, then you've got to get past the big Tifa and characters, friends image. Uh, it's not until you're like yeah. halfway down before, <laughs> before you find out, yeah, the image is from Remake. Absolute garbage. Absolute garbage. Uh, you could just imagine one of them having a reefer going, do you want to know we're going to get a bunch of hits? Yep. Watch this, bro. <laughs> uh, you got Octopath Traveler 2 news in here, Tark. What's going on? Uh, no, actually, Flynn does. Oh, but, oh was that Flynn? Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Xbox uh, Octopath Traveler 2 is coming to Xbox, uh, uh, Game Pass, and PC next year. Um, and I'm super excited. It's a great game. The more platforms, the more people that can experience it. Now we just need Octopath Traveler to, Original, the first one, to be ported to PS4. Please. Please. Mark wants it. Please and thank you. Maybe. Maybe Please some more additional copies of uh, Pixel Remaster for PS4 as well. appreciate that. Maybe. Please and maybe. What else, Flynn? Ooh, what else was there? People can fly. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Uh, a big old 86-page document I uh, linked to. Bad news for Outriders. They have not been paid royalties yet. Still. Yes, but on the other hand, they have not sold enough to earn royalties, which is a shame. It is a shame, because that game was really cool. They had some issues, but, like, it's really cool. Yeah, I heard good reviews for the people who played it. There are a ton of Square Enix console games on sale right now, and this was I put this in the show notes last week, and they are still on sale now, a lot of them, via Amazon and via Best Buy. Uh, you got Crisis Core, FF7 Reunion, uh, Theatrhythm Final Bar Line, Dragon Quest Tre- Treasures, Octopath 2, Dying Light 2, like uh, Diafield Chronicle. There, there's a ton. Check out Amazon and Best Buy. A lot of these that are like 50 bucks are on sale for 35 or 45 bucks on sale for 20 There's some deep hit discounts on some Square Enix titles right now. There's also one hilarious one on the, on the Best Buy deals. They sell us Marvel's Avengers for $17.50. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, I think they've really been going hard on this sale because I think it's also on the Square Enix store, all these prices as well. And I have, like, YouTube ads. I've been bombarded 
with these ads all over the place, like, okay, yeah, I mean, I like Square Enix and I know the algorithm algorithm is a thing, but like every other ad was like a Square Enix, everything's on sale, like everything must go because we're being sold to Sony. Um, yeah, um, maybe that's another topic for another day. The Final Fantasy VII Remake Trilogy is going to take you right into the Advent Children uh, movie, which I think is an interesting way to take things. There's certainly going to have to be some changes uh, that I wasn't really expecting them to go into uh, that have to really take place there. But we'll see. That should be a little interesting. Advent Children Remake? No. No. And by the way, no save carryover. We speculated on this show that you probably will not be able to do that. And some people did not believe us. Like they thought, and and we even said, you know, maybe they could pull a Mass Effect, like pull the save data or not. But we kind of thought these are going to be so far apart that even tech wise, that might be a dangerous scenario for them to do. It's confirmed no save carryover in the Final Fantasy VII Remake trilogy. Yeah, well, we do get some seven. I, I, I just think it's yeah, you do get some extra oh, stuff. I think that's just a wise decision because, like, if you, they give you 50 levels every single game, you'll be like 100 level 150 by the end of the third one, and the numbers will be like in the millions of damage, and that just gets absurd. So, each game being its own story point, I, I think that's just a wise move. Allows them to balance the game for each entry. Yep. Yeah. Yes. That's definitely yep. about a plan and doing like the hack series. Let's head over and do Love It or Leave It. Love it or leave it is the way we end every every episode of the Relic Grind here. It's where I give you something Square Enix related. Could be a feature in a game, a game itself, something they've done or said in the press, or anything I want. And you tell me whether you love it, want more of it, or leave it, never want to see it again. No fence sitting here. I have a feeling I know how today's is going to go. Flynn, we'll have you go first. Love it or leave it, a Final Fantasy XIV D&D. Absolutely love it. And what's better is, because uh, i am already got things in the plan for my fellow hosts, uh, when these adventures come out, I will potentially transcribe them into 5e and run more of it. Tark. So huge love it for me. 14 D&D. I love the idea of it. Uh, unfortunately, I feel it's going to be one of those things that it gets put in Square Enix's miscellaneous category, like the TCG. Oh, it all, yeah, it already is. Yeah. Um, and it's not going to be supported long term. So, But does it need like, to be? It really doesn't. Uh, it doesn't need to be like if they put out the set that has the player handbook, the game master handbook, and they put out, let's say they already are advertising to let's say they do six different adventure books. Like what more do you need at that point? Right. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, do you Support want them really to do crack into the mainstream? Do like you D&D want has? them to do something like, you know, a long term Wizards of the Coast D&D updates to their core systems and additions and stuff like that is that really yeah, what like adventure is that what you're and, looking for yeah i'm i want this to be i want tcg to get the love that it deserves oh, after tell me about it decades but right but uh, that is actually a tcg product like they are legitimately trying to market that as a tcg i don't think that's what they're going for here this is you know a board game to them 
Yeah, and I think they're just gonna it's gonna push this out, and then nothing else is gonna come out for it, and the, they're gonna say, "Oh, it didn't we didn't sell enough of the base package? It didn't meet our expectations, so we're we're just done with it." And they're not gonna support it, and then it's gonna be super niche, and you're this investment of sixty bucks. Uh, and you're like, no, no, nah. even Square Enix isn't like. I, well, that's, that's the thing with these it. type I'm of games. It. I love the idea of it. It's but, a yeah. set. I just, I'm gonna go with love it. <sighs> I, I do love it. I don't think it needs the type of support you're talking about. Like a TCG absolutely needs support. It needs new sets. It needs new mechanics. It needs that. Otherwise, a TCG is just dead a year and a half after the last set is released. That's just the way a TCG works. I don't. I think you can get away with every year or two, or every, even just sync it up with the expansion. Right? Here's two new adventure books with the expansions of Final Fantasy fourteen, and, and I think they'd be much more willing to do that than support TCG the way I want. What? I, so, I, Baron has a question: Love it or leave it? The Materia board game, Flynn. I uh, leave it. I probably leave, leave, it, leave it, it for that leave price, it. especially. It's not a board <laughs> game. Leave it. Do it as a 20 bucks thing. Sure. Leave 20 it. bucks. That's a throwaway price. Uh, hey, chat, don't go anywhere right after the show today. We have got her back. It's Faye. She's Yay. got an angry face on. I don't know if she can hear me right now. Angry Faye. Yeah, is that? She, I don't think she can hear me right now. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. over there. Can, can, I don't think she can hear me. Okay. Faye. Hey. Oh, oh, I got the hold on. I got the hold on. She can see on the camera on Twitch that she's on the screen. Well, That's what just happened I'll there. I'm going to go back to a point then while we're sitting there face on out with yeah. talks thing about sport. All you need are these. The Encyclopedia Eorzeas. These I'm... have events from the chronology <laughs> of the series. Can't wait you can for that third one, campaign. baby. Oh, I can't yeah. wait for that third one. This is all yeah. you need to write your campaigns. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Faye, Faye, Faye. <laughs> Come back, Faye. Faye, yes or no? Is it Baldur's Gate tonight? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Baldur's Gate three again. <laughs> Faye will be live playing Baldur's Gate three. Maybe is it B A U L T? <laughs> <laughs> Three? Baldur's Gate 3? Yes? Yes? No? Baldur's Gate 2 Enhanced Edition? Are we going backwards? Uh, right? Are we going backwards? Well, yeah, she, she can't hear us. So Are we doing sign language? We'll get her live shortly. <laughs> don't go anywhere, her audio, Our audio's borked? I don't Until know. Until next time, Flynn, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at Flynn underscore Lawlight or answer the Swimming Crisis and over on Twitch at Pink Crisis. And potentially you will see me here on this channel running a one-shot Final Fantasy fourteen TD campaign with fellow Ooh. hosts. Nice. Tark. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all Tarkov Gaming, playing Final Fantasy fourteen five days a week. Uh, maybe be a bit less here now with the job thing coming up here. Uh, but then you also find me on Radio Check Radio Saturday nights where we're playing God of War. Good stuff. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R A I D E O, and you'll know every time we're going live with a, a podcast, a stream, or anything else. This Saturday, we'll be streaming from a gaming retro gaming convention in Syracuse. So make sure you're following to get those notifications. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Who's <laughs>
say, hey, come back to the...